So, <laughs> this has been. Uh, well, we're, we're we're trademarking it, calling it now. We're going to call it the helmet game. Um, messy, sloppy, um, <laughs> kind of everything. Honestly, um, I think we were expecting a lot going into this game. Kind of wanted to carry everything over from last season into this season. Obviously, expecting some changes. Going to expect some slip-ups and some mistakes, but um, I don't even know what to say to really uh, kind of contain all <laughs> the various mistakes and just over and over and over again, the same problems occurring. So, uh, Steve, why don't you just give us your quick breakdown, uh, quick summary. What do you think? Too little, too late, Justin. It wasn't enough at the end of the day, and we just didn't give... Uh, we we didn't have enough uh, to respond to all the all the things that were happening, and then uh, once we had our opportunities, we didn't take them. So um, I saw a tweet from a Action Cookbook saying that if this game was in Week Five, we would have had a good shot. But coming out of the se- starting the season like that is just it's tough, man. So I don't know. I just I think as the game went on, people looked better, but uh we gave them a 14 point lead and they never really looked back uh, after that and just not scoring at all in the first half that interception two missed field goals the field goals again seem to be a problem for us so uh it's just demoralizing uh and i think we can still go 11 and 1 and win the conference uh houston is in a slobber knocker right now with utsa <laughs> um oh, yep. so i don't think we should be too worried about our conference competition this year but and it's just tough. Like I, you, you just losing in the regular season, uh, and to two games like like that in a row, uh, the Cotton Bowl, and now this is just just tough. No kidding, man. And honestly, I think kind of where we sit now, uh, just coming off of that Cotton Bowl game, going into this, um, and I think a lot of the bad mouthing, a lot of the talk going into it, we just kind of wanted to shut the SEC up after Georgia, after. Alabama and now Arkansas too. Um, it just kind of feels like more of the same. Um, as much as the result is much better in this game than, of course, the Cotton Bowl. Um, but yeah, Anya, with that, it's. I felt like even once they took that 14 point lead, um, you know, there was a couple spots where like we've got the momentum, we've got a chance, and um, I think it was just more of that same underlying fear where it's like, are we going to do the same mistake? And lo and behold, it happens again. Um, For those of you who are listening uh, live, we are going to give you guys a minute to kind of air out your feelings, give us everything you've got, um, try to keep it somewhat PC, but of course, tell us how you feel. (laughs) Um, We'll get to that in a second. Um, The one thing that I really do want to talk about before we do that um, is just sort of this whole topic around um, kind of Ben Bryant in this. We're not going to call out any specific... um, you know, person in this with, you know, just talking about Ben Bryant, but more specifically talking about the offense as a whole, um, kind of just this QB conversation that we're going into with Evan Prater and Ben Bryant kind of dueling this out and um, sort of how we felt looking into the game, having Ben Bryant established right before the game. And then now that we're in post game, being able to review everything, see how we feel, um, I'm going to go out and say it right now. I think there was a lot to like from Ben Bryant, but I think there was a lot of mistakes too um, that personally, like 
in, in 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 retrospect, I think we could kind of expect a lot of that. Um, and it's you're not going to be you're not putting Desmond Ritter back in that same spot. We have to understand that. But to the same degree, you also have to you know kind of expect that this caliber of a program is going to require uh, a lot of those mistakes to be cleaned up. And uh, today just wasn't it. Um, I, I I don't know. I we've we've got a lot to figure out at that QB position and figure out. Uh, a lot of extra work and practice this week, and I'm sure Fick's going to give it to him. We all saw he was not happy today. Uh, Benny, man, like he he looked good on some throws for sure, but if he'd been a little bit more accurate on some stuff, I really think this game could have been closer or maybe swung the Bearcats' way. And like he overthrew Tyler Scott a couple times. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you overthrow a guy like Tyler Scott who's pretty fast. Um, just has me a little bit worried with like if this is what Bryant looked like, then what did Evan Prater look like in camp? And like, right. did he really look much worse? Because like they they said on the broadcast that coaches had claimed it wasn't even a competition really between really, Bryant yeah. and Prater. It was uh, Bryant by uh, by a mile in camp, and that just has me worried a little bit for the future after this year. But in you know he made some good throws and like like the touchdown to Mardner and uh, Lenny, and he had some good throws too on the wheel route to Charles McClelland who probably like one of my one of the big stars of the game other than uh Corey Kiner uh both of them really showed out today um but other than that man like the the offense really needs to just step it up and more points than 24 like you know just so many missed opportunities yeah, no kidding. And this is the point in time now where we're going to kind of open this up. We've see we've got a couple people who want to air it out. Um, this is actually our first time doing this, so I'm going to just do uh, Hunter. We're going to start with you. I saw you were probably with the first request, so we're going to add you here as a speaker. Um, we'll see. Speak if you can. <laughs> if you can. If you've got that permission now. Hey man, how's it going? <laughs> I don't know, man. I got a lot of emotions going on for the first Bearcat loss in the regular season in two years. Like, mm. yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's 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 hard, man. There's so much. There's so many different things with this game that, like, it, it just felt like we should have. It, it shouldn't have come down to. It, it felt like it should have come down to a few mistakes. Maybe we could have just talked about the QB. Maybe we could have just talked about. You know, maybe the defense makes some mistakes. Maybe we could have just talked about the fact that the helmets came off twelve times, but instead we're talking about all of it. <laughs> so I, I'm with you, man. It's it's it was not a pretty game to watch, and I think the first half was just honestly miserable as a fan. <laughs> watch since the 2017 team when Luke Fickle first took over. That might have been the worst like half of football I've watched on the offensive side. Because, like, defense did not do bad. Like, it was, like, they came up a couple of big plays, but they held their own for the most part. Right. Agree on the defense, dude. The The defense was stellar. I love that, how the defense was playing today because, like, they were just, they were killing it. And, like, they they really kept us in this game. This game was a lot closer than it might have been without, like, a a better defense. And shout out to Trestle. Like, I I think there was some doubts, too, about, what Trestle was going to look like in year two after like a lot of guys left and defense really played well. Like uh, the only two 
Arkansas touchdowns that really hurt us were on short fields after we turned the ball over. I mean, other than that, like they only had two or three productive drives all day. So I, I think that what else hurt us too is just like the guys on defense, just their helmets popping off all the time. I mean, they had to miss plays because of that. Like, I don't, I don't really remember anything that hurt us, but that will hurt us again in the future. If like, say like, I don't know, like fucking, uh, uh, Shepard or something. So he's got to miss a play and then we give up a touchdown or something like that's got to be figured out that helmet situation. I, I think it's a real thing. The Shepard play, I could not believe that that was not a safety, but I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was, Again, I mean, I don't want to like, so like, this is my piece. I don't want to pin it all on Ben because you know what? Like my girlfriend can attest to it. I was screaming bloody murder. And ben <laughs> half but he came back like he did damn well decent in that second half yeah like, start 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 popping his <laughs> start hitting, start hitting his throws and like led the team down the field like you're supposed to yeah yeah and honestly like i think any bearcat fan watching that first half like no matter no matter how much you would love Ben Bryant, no matter no how eh, sorry, no matter how much you're gonna ride for the Bearcats and ride for Team Bearcats Nation, let's ride. Honestly, I think everybody was ready to just drag him out into the town square. <laughs> like it was, it was one of those situations where like I think everybody was just kind of like fed up with it, and we were like, I think we know what we've seen with Prater. I mean, and Prater had a lot of snaps last year just because we had a couple barn, you know, just fires against a lot of teams like and with smu like he got he got a decent amount of playing time and we know what we have in him and he's just such an incredible runner such a good dual threat qb and i think when you just kind of look at the grand scheme of things you'd really hope that we could at least get to see some of those flashes and it it felt like it should have been more of a you know kind of dual and maybe in game sort of competition but it wasn't Were y'all around for that 2019 game against Memphis when Ben started? Yeah, yeah, that was was, uh, that was that was a shitty day, unfortunately, (laughs) and it was just a bad spot for Ben to be thrown into. And then I feel like he's just been thrown into two really bad spots as a starter. Like that that Memphis game sucked. Yeah, I remember watching that game. So I was at St. Clair, and I was like, I was watching that game, and to be honest, I think he did as well as any backup thrown into a starting position could be as expected to do in that position. Cause I mean, we lost by the same amount of points in that game in the championship game where Des started. So, I mean, take the comparison from that, what you will, but I mean, he has his year. He has his year of starting experience at East Michigan. He comes in, he's got the jitters. He's playing in the SEC environment. Like it's oh, it's the first game after the college football playoff. Yeah. Like you're gonna have the jitters. I mean, I, don't, I like you could have you could have started Prater, and Prater would have had the jitters. I don't care if you are like Tom. If you're Tom Brady, <laughs> you are having jitters at the beginning of this game. <laughs> and the bounce back from that, I think it says a lot about Brian's character. But I mean, that's me. That's my take on it. I know people aren't going to agree with me because people are calling for his head like they were with Dez. <laughs> All right, but, 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 but guys, how many goal-to-go sets are you going to see where we don't score? That should be Prater's 
that should be Prater set right there. Like when Ben Bryan rolled out and couldn't complete the pass, that should be Evan Prater set where he rolls to the corner, runs to the pylon. That's he fair. makes an Dang, excellent fair. point. That's fair. It's a good point, Grant. You're right. Hey, uh, but is Ben, ben Bryan going to make those two 15-plus yard throws that – or is Evan going to make those two 15-yard-plus throws that Ben made coming out of halftime? That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we, should, we need to play two quarterbacks. All right, that's fair. That's, I mean, that's fair. I, I think given the competition – that we were expecting all season long. I really, I don't know who was kind of juicing up that conversation um, with reporters, because I remember hearing that too, that it wasn't supposed to be, or supposedly was not a competition going into this game, that Bryant was like the clear leader for this position. And honestly, like, I, I, I really feel like that's just not the case. Like, it's not because of what we saw. I just think that we know what we have in both of them. And the one play that Evan jumped into the game because he was, uh, because again, helmets falling off, which we're going to get to here in a second. The one play that he came in, even so, like it just felt like it injected just a little bit of life because it was exactly what you would expect from Evan, and he did gain yards. A QB run that was not designed. It was just like, oh shit, I got to run. Right, 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 right. I'm going to get my guy Zach in here real quick. Um, so, uh, Zach, I, I invite you to speak if you're uh, – what what'd you think? Like, what, do, you, do you have a take on Prater and, uh, and uh, Ben? Yeah, I think – so, obviously, everyone was just off the first half, and it was just no fun to watch. But I think <laughs> the way that I was thinking about it after the fact was just, like, Ben looked good, not great. Obviously, he missed – That's Ben looked like, good. Like, I mean, he, he looked great. But uh, the only thing is, like, he looked good enough to win, like, the AAC. Like, I don't know if he looks good enough to beat the Arkansas teams or the Georgia or something like that, too, which is, like, that, yeah. in the program. That's it. That's it. That, that first drive, did he throw an incomplete pass besides the interception? Like, I no. think he went, what? No. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. like, it, it reminded me of the Notre Dame drive last year. Where they yeah. just start passing on us like nonstop, and they threw the interception. I was like, oh, yep. shit. you know what it reminded me of? The Denzel Ward pick of Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of Kobe's pick against UCF last year. He just stared down that dude. It's just like, just but like, that, oh, but that all the way to the house. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. Yeah, but that's dude, true. like but dude, that doesn't happen to UC. It shouldn't happen to UC. And I just felt like. like when he yeah. that pick. What are you the other doing? stuff that doesn't happen too is all the penalties, like just the like bullshit, oh, unorganized. Uh, oh my god, did you see the like, <laughs> Yeah, amen. Like that was that was another thing I was going to bring up here. Like I really have not seen Fick like pissed off. Like we've seen him angry. We've seen him mad at refs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's something in practice. Like, right, so I'm gonna give a little bit of context here. So I was a cheerleader at UC for Fick's first year. And okay. We had, a, we had a practice right after football team at practice, and dude, like I saw Fick laying the wide receivers like that, <laughs> but I have not seen that since. And like, I mean, that first year we went four and eight. I mean, he's gonna be pissed off, right? 
but yeah, I mean, there's a there's a certain element too of like every coach, you know, some of them have like their off field sort of personality, and some of them have their on field. Like, Thick is usually cool as a cucumber, man. Like yeah. all the way through, like he's just always got his, you know, everything's together. Um, you know, I think he was starting to look um, a bit. I think he was starting to get more frustrated as time went on, and then those just consecutive. How many penalties did we have? Can we on talk that drive? Like, can we talk about that real quick? Like, dude, like, how many penalties, how many times are we going to have, like, eight penalty games before he cleans that shit up? Like, it's just so right. fucking frustrating. Like, It's it's been, it, like, that's been a problem. You're not wrong. You were 100% right on that. We had that problem so much last year. And I think it, it's kind of funny, like, you know, it's, it's our O-line has always seemed, like, a little jumpy. But then it's, like, you'll end up having these issues where it's, like, it's never just one person. Like it ends up being like the next guy and the next guy. Yeah, Leonard Taylor got. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it shouldn't happen to him. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where, like, honestly, the the longer that you watch this team, the more you start to be able to kind of dissect those things and diagnose those issues. Um, speaking. Yeah, I mean. You wouldn't have thought that we would have had that many penalties like on our offensive line last year, but I mean we did. Right. We overcame in that game. We just... It is what it is. Did you guys, yep. did, did you guys expect Prater to run out on the field on in the second half? I I, <laughs> I, I, I did I, not. I, I, <laughs> I he was gonna pull what he did in LA, like with Hayden Moore and just pull Ben. To Evan go out there and do your thing, but here's I mean, he, here's bed, so, I mean, this is it, this is kind of my thing. On on that one, I think it's mainly mainly the way I see it in that situation with Hayden and with Des. Like Des is granted, you know, Des got you know recruited by uh, Zach Taylor and had all that. Steve has his whole spiel on that and his whole thing with the film camp there. But honestly. Dez was really like fixed kind of QB in this situation. I think it's just kind of a toss up. I mean, Ben's been in the program for so long. He had a year out and then, you know, got to show off a lot more of his skills that he didn't get to showcase here. But at the same time, like I think when he wants one QB in, he's going to have one QB in. And if he says that he's going to stick by his word. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Well, and it, I mean, it just goes to show every QB wants their shot, but I mean, I think he's like, this is my spot and I want it. And I'm honestly really curious to see. I heard something on the broadcast about um, Harbaugh with Michigan trying out Cade McNamara and then giving QB two the shot to start next week and then deciding for game three what's going to happen. It honestly, like, I mean, I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And then Kennesaw. The Arkansas defense, that's on I bed. mean, we were winning on the outside at yeah. will. We were winning on the outside at will. And he's overthrown them by five or six yards, except for that one where it hit Tyler Scott's hand, where I think it And then even that wheel route, he understood that. The, um, the one oh, that, that under been a touchdown ball too. the day was the wheel route, and that could have went for a tutty. 
Yeah. No, no, not the Undertone one. The one, the first one. No, Tom no, no. Scott, I, I, I know, I know. But I, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The one that really got me of the day that like the play, I was just like, all right, this is going to be the difference maker. And it ended up getting called back. Was that McClellan run? I think that screen outside. I, I was like, I thought that was going to the house. I was like, all right, game time. And of course it got pulled back and then everything falls apart. Oh, holding call. That was, yeah. Oh, I seen by SEC referees a long fucking time. SEC referees, man. <laughs> They're not fans of us. Yeah. Play. Oh, he doesn't even touch the dude. He reaches out for him. That was that was absolute bullshit. That was. If he would have touched him, I would have been fine with the penalty. If he would have grabbed him and like held him, and like you know what? He didn't right grab right him at all. He like, didn't even, yeah, he didn't even touch it. He was on the, the flag. I'm like, yeah. that's bullshit. And then they fumbled on the next play, fumbled. right? Or like that same drive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, ben got hit because of a missed block, and they, he fumbled it. I oh. think he was like yeah. a pocket collapse on that one. He had a few seconds to throw when he fumbled. No, nah, he didn't have the full four. Like, if you have more than four, then it's on you. But, like, well, that's also the difference between him and Dez. Is like, Dez had the pocket presence and awareness where he would escape and use his legs when he needs to. And that's great. Right. Years, like, is that but, what like, I feel like I feel like Prager could have that same pocket presence. Like, the one. Yep. Play that he was in, like I mean, it was a, just a six-yard gain. I mean, it was a QB draw, but it was. I mean, that's the one thing too. I kept saying it's like I think Ben played good, but I don't know what plays he made that I don't think Prater could. And, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, like since he could, exactly. you know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put this out there. I'll, I'll be devil's advocate here. Like I think Ben made like so when we came out of halftime. I think Ben made the 15-plus yard throws yeah. that Evan he, couldn't have. He likes those intermediate balls. Yeah, and True. I mean, that's, that's Ben's specialty, and I wish he would have – I wish the nerves wouldn't have been there for him today. Right. He could have hit them more, but I mean, like, yeah. it happens, and now you're going to have all, like, the all the I hate you UC fans that are fair <laughs> that jumped yeah. on your throat. Yeah. We're clamoring for him in 2019 when Des was hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, and that that's a that's a good point. That's a good point to pull up because I that's a conversation I think a lot of people might forget is like when Des got hurt, they were like, "All right, it is time for him to go in." And you know, of course, hindsight's always going to be twenty twenty. We're like, "Shoot, you know, brush the sweat off." Thank God for that. But like, I think it's one of those things. Like, you know, Des Des was a stud; he deserved that. And I think that's kind of the same way we should probably treat this whole situation here too. Um, you know, just looking at Ben, it's like. Man, maybe it's maybe it doesn't feel right now, but I think given some time, it's just here's here's the biggest problem. We all, we have to be really honest with this. We walked in to a road game in the SEC West with a whole lot of different players involved, whole lot of different starters, and we kept the game within seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a big loss. Huge deal. Huge deal. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, in respect, like if you look back five years ago when we're opening up to Austin D and go four and eight, to only lose to Arkansas by a touchdown where a game you think we could have won. So. Yeah, and that's what I want to yeah. say real quick. Like, of our last six losses, four of them have been to like Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, 
and Arkansas, like four teams that have arguably more talent than us. And like the other two were <laughs> Memphis in 2019. And that team was just like, they were just going to fuck us over anyway, how to win those. But yeah. Like, nobody wants to talk about that, but that team was absolutely... I thought coming into this game, like, we weren't going to be scared of the SEC because we've seen no. that. We've seen it mm-hmm. many years. You know, we've seen it many years, and I, I didn't think we, we were going to be scared. We we weren't scared, but we, did we not, didn't execute. No, you were 100% right. We did not play scared at all. We just didn't execute no. those critical downs where, you know, if we would have had last year's team, we would have, and that's experience. And I mean, what are you going to do about that? Yeah. And I think kind of just transition this to like not to do a hard cut off here, but wanted to cover a couple other things before the end. One thing that we haven't talked about at all is the defense. Like the defense in this game was stout. Light, not enough. They defense. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that guy's good. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And he finished got a sack. And then literally, not even 10 seconds later after I say that, I didn't miss the first sack of the game. Yeah. And, and it's, I think, I think my biggest thing with this kind of game is just, it's nice to see that the defense transitioned so well from last year to this year after losing huge, huge players. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Shoulder touchdown. Like, yeah, I mean, Kobe exactly. Sauce would have picked that shit off, you know? Like, it's that little thing where he catches the ball falling backwards into the end zone. And that's where you know Kobe would have thrown his exactly. arm up in there. And it's that's like, what, you know, yeah, that's dude, what I'm saying. Yeah. You get like a dude that's like, that's been playing for three, four years mm-hmm. in his hands. And what those I mean, guys will once they get more experience and stuff. But dude, to be fair, I think Jaquan Shepard balled out of his fucking mind that day. Yeah. 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 Like, I think he did a wonderful job, and I think he was severely underrated. Like, so I knew, like, Chad, Brendel, and all them, but Bearcat Journal will hype them out of camp. And I think he has been severely underrated on this guy. Part. I think he made a great fucking cornerback for us. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely agree. There's, there's a lot of pieces, I think, to this defense that just feel right and feel like such a smooth transition that I, I'm really not concerned about that at all. And I honestly, I, I think this is kind of the thing. And again, not to, we don't want to like, pin this on anybody it's just it felt like our offense just was not as functional as it should have been and we're never going to pin it on one person because of look at all of the different the false starts look at all just the tiny ticky tack stuff that should have been cleaned up and that, that yeah. you should not if, if you're a cincinnati if you're if you're the cincinnati football program you expect better it this game yeah. was so winnable yeah, definitely we gave it away and the way that I like, I think the best way to summarize this entire game is to say, and, and Arkansas fans, if they were to hear this, would ring me out to dry. But Arkansas did not win this game. Cincinnati lost it. Honestly, it was it was Ben Bryant. Am I wrong? 
hold up. I don't know. I'm, 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 yeah, I can't agree with that, man. <laughs> Zone on Ben Bryant, yep. two false starts and one. Hey, okay, yeah. Okay. We went on the outside. He overshot every single receiver. But, but here's the thing: like that's like you're gonna have that happen. But then when it matters, and then you false start, and he throws the and Corey Kiner runs the ball in for a touchdown, and you take it back. I mean, that's a that's another good spot of this game. Corey Kiner looked beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he needs, I think he needs to learn the playbook a little bit more, and then he's gonna be he's gonna get everything back. Yeah, and I honestly really liked how many different rushers we had. If 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 I look at this right now, I think we had seven total rushers. If you include Ben, yeah, <laughs> we didn't run it up the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's this is this is one of those games where I think we got to see like I thought the uh the four guys listed on the depth chart for rushing was just a little insane and then when you look at it in hindsight it's like all right it makes sense we got to keep it mixed up but I think going into this next game against Kennesaw I think they'll probably do the same but once this schedule gets a little bit more difficult we're going to have to chop it up a little bit more and if I remember correctly Kennesaw plays the triple option too don't they Yeah yeah they do Yeah so I mean, you know, that's going to be a thing really for our offense to worry about. But at the same time, like, I think it's going to be one of those games where we might still have to uh, play a little bit safer than we might expect to. And if it goes any way, if it goes anything like Navy did last year, which Navy hadn't had their interesting uh, conversations today. Scott McClellan goes out of his fucking mind. <laughs> I love it. I'm calling right oh, Book it. Chuck McClellan over 100 yards against Kennesaw State. We'll write it but down. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on that. Don't get me started on that. I already, I already yelled at my TV enough. <laughs> like, I, know, I know I can't get mad at it because, I mean, not there. I don't understand the situation, but like, come on, man. Well, that's what, worried, that's, that's what has me worried, dude. Is because, like, if fucking, like, if they don't think, like, Prater is better than Ben Bryant right now, dude, then then that's bad. Like, I don't think that's good. Yeah. in camp. First of all, you know, Luke Fickle has never said that to any anyone. Yeah. Especially not the guy that. Is as his actual? I mean, Corey would count technically, but to the guy that his is his highest rated recruit ever, he's never yeah. gonna say, "Yeah, it wasn't a competition." That's some BS. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I'm not gonna lie, I was one of those 2019 fans that was calling for Dez's head. <laughs> oh. hey, he looks like shit. Dez, yeah, does not look good. I, I was one of those dudes, and I got proved wrong in 2020, but. I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, I'm like, why wouldn't we start Evan? But, I mean, that's me. I guess the other concern is, like, football is being Prater's gone. Like, he's being called transfer. I don't, I don't, I don't want to think about that. He would have done it already, right? Yeah, but yeah, I think, think here's the other thing, too. 
I see. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just, like, let me tell you, Sharon, right. Tell me, Sharon, to bed. Dude, you're starting at Arkansas. The yeah. SEC team that absolutely did a great job last year. Like, you you had a tough start. You got a tough first game, man. Your mm-hmm. first game back in the AAC at Cincinnati, you got a, first, you got a tough first game back. So, you know, if you're being selfish, like, I'm trying to put, like, so say Evan is in this mindset. He's thinking, like, okay, Ben's going to struggle in this game. I get my shot against Kennesaw State, and I fall out. Now I got the starting spot. So, like, I don't think Evan would transfer until, like, maybe three or four games in. Yeah. If that was the case. Yeah, and honestly, like, I think this is kind of one of those conversations, too, that we're just going to have to see how the next, like, two games play out. If Evan gets a chance to start, then I think, you know, we're going to be able to shift this conversation a little bit more. But till now... Like, it's just one of those things where hopefully, you know, we can just not have to worry about it. But guys, um, we do want to kind of wrap this up here. We're trying to keep these around 30 minutes. So we do appreciate you guys hopping in. Uh, We're just going to talk a couple few notes. Uh, Thank you to Zach Hunter. And uh, I think Grant was in here uh, for talking. Give us some feedback. Hopefully you guys will hop on here next week. Appreciate you having you in. Um, But we're going to cut it off just to me and Steve here real quick. And then we'll uh, wrap up. But um Anyways, um, basically, kind of where we're at now, I think there's a lot to work on. I think there's a lot for us to, uh, you know, kind of look at going into next week with Kennesaw. Um, we'll probably break some of that down, but ultimately, I think we're in a good position. Like, it's as much as this sucks, like, for the sort of offensive issues we've had, we're in a good position. We played in a very tough environment today. We played in a place that we're not supposed to win against a lot of odds with a lot of loss coming into it. So I I think there's positives to take away. It doesn't feel like it right now. I think going into next week, we just have to, you know, we just got to be able to shake it off and hopefully we can beat the living hell out of Kansas just to sort of feel a little bit better about what we got this week. Um, The only other thing that I wanted to cover because we've just lightly touched on it. um, I think the final helmet counter came down to 10 um, so this will definitely be labeled the helmet game before it is labeled the Arkansas game. Uh, that is for sure going to happen. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I think I think the other thing, too, is just this sort of vote of confidence with Ben going into that second half. We'll see what this conversation revolves into uh, next week. Maybe we hear some more things out of the team. I'm sure there's going to be something out of, uh, you know, press conference coverage somewhere around there that I haven't seen yet. Cause we're talking on here. Um, but we're, we're definitely going to hear about this at some point and my, maybe we'll get some more answers. Um, and I'm sure media is not going to be uh, very nice, <laughs> not maybe not necessarily nice, but they're going to be candid as they always are asking some, some of those tougher questions. So maybe we'll get some more answers, but, um, anything else from you here, Steve? Oh, man, it was just a just just a tough tough one to swallow. First week of the season, you know, and it just just hurts a little bit uh, after watching the ride that we've been on. And the season is far from over, of course. You know, got eleven more games, eleven more like pretty winnable games if you look at the schedule and see what the other teams on our schedule did today. I really think like you could you could do some some damage with that schedule, but just, uh, I think that just speaks to how much elevations have been. Uh, 
like ratcheted up with this program now over the last couple of years is that we expect to win these games, go undefeated, win 10, 10 games a year or more. And yeah. I think that's like such a cool thing when uh, we were talking about during the show about how in 2017 and 16, this program was like four and eight and like no one expected shit. Yep. And, you know, I, I think that's just how you become a big time program. You become a big time following is that you have games like this where people are pissed off and, you know, because we, we should be winning like a game like this. And it was a close game. It was some games that it was a, some, some parts of the game that we definitely should have taken advantage of, but I think it's overall just a shitty day, but it's just like, it's, for me personally, as a Bearcat fan, it's cool to see like that people are just pissed off about a game like this now, you know? Yep. No, no kidding. And honestly, like, I think we're, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to bring it back. But you made a great point uh, that this could be possibly the return of the cardiac. <laughs> Hopefully, that's not the case because we only use that for basketball. We don't use that for football anymore. Um, so we're you know crossing our fingers, dotting our eyes, crossing our t's, hoping that uh, everything is nip and tuck going into next week and the weeks after. Um, because realistically, you look at the rest of the schedule. Um, you know the Bearcats are favored in pretty much every single game. And UCF can go suck a fat one because that is you're still not favored at home. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> two totally different calibers of teams. Uh, you'll have to prove to me otherwise. Um, I'm sure we'll probably hear about that at some point. But <laughs> um, with all of that said, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this is our first post game coverage in Twitter Spaces. Um, it was nice to kind of hear some conversation from everyone, especially after a loss. I think it's cool to get some of that quick post game initial reaction. Um, but we'll make sure to throw this up on our regular pod stream. Um, so you guys can listen to that later if you're not listening now or today. And, uh, we'll still be releasing our regular weekly episodes, um, with a little bit more detail about other things, but this is mainly just so that we don't have to talk so much about the game that just happened in the next episode. Uh, freeze up some more conversation for other things. So again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this has been an at Pod Twitter space, and hopefully we'll see you guys in that next one. Make sure to check us out um, at VivaLaCatsPod and also at UC Uniforms so Steve can keep you up to date. Um, the Tuxedos did not win it today. Catch you later, gang. Uh, keep up the, keep up, uh, keep following the pod, support the pod, support the squad, you know, and, uh, it's 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 gonna be a, a long. It might not be a long ride this this year. It should be another good one this year. But I, I think it's got some opportunity this year to be another good season. And uh, I don't know. It's just cool. So uh, it sucks today, but we'll get back to it and we'll, we'll be ready to go. So uh, definitely listen to us. Thanks to everybody who tuned in. Uh, appreciate it. Yep. And the only other thing to do, if you haven't already, make sure to uh, check out that T-shirt giveaway that we have pinned to the top of our profile. We want to give that out. We want to do it really bad. And we're uh, about 70 followers short. So um, if you're in there, only a couple of people have technically met the real requirements. So <laughs> uh, check that out. Again, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Cats. Go Bearcats.